Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and you know this. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, I'm bringing you... The Marin County Assassin, live and in living color, folks. Paul Nava will spend the hour with me. We'll talk boxing, of course. Last night, fights on HBO, Showtime. Deontay Wilder beat up a guy named John, no, no, Willie Standup. No, that was his name, but it might as well have been Willie Standup. Deontay Wilder still unbeaten. 34, no, no, I think 32 wax, but you know, has he fought anybody? We'll talk about that with Paul. We'll talk in detail about the world of boxing. We've got open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The reigning WBA featherweight title holder, Nicholas Walters, the axe murderer, I think that's what they call him, uh, still undefeated, but didn't make the weight for the title fight. Shame on you, man. Let's just spank these guys. You don't make the weight. You don't make the weight. Guess what? The fight shouldn't take place. I don't care whether you lose a title on the scales, but you shouldn't be able to make money when you don't come through as far as a signed contract is concerned. So that, and of course, the UFC in hour number two, a new heavyweight champion. That's right. Fabrice Verdum. Get used to it, folks. He licked Kane Velasquez. And Kane's not a lesbian, but he licked him like a stamp. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype address, Sports Byline in number two. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Hey, we're the Scott Brothers, Jonathan and Drew, here to help with a home financing tip brought to you by Wells Fargo. When you're looking to finance your home, look for a local mortgage consultant who's knowledgeable, cares about your goals, is accessible when you want to be in touch, and knows the neighborhood you're interested in. Make sure the home mortgage consultant and lender you choose can provide not only a competitive rate, but also the right financing options that work for your situation. Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. 
If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800 428 1570. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Call right now and receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-785-9618. Donate your car today. That's 1-800-785-9618. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. There's a doll outside. She wants to see it. All right. Punchy. Yeah. Did you see Bladen leave the club last night? Me? I never see nothing. We should have played that Don King clip. You know, what chances did this fighter have last night? Eric Molina, Slim and None, and Slim just left town. <laughs> Eric Molina got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. A nine-round loser to believe to uh, Mr. Deontay Wilder, 2008 Olympic, a bronze medal score, still undefeated, WBC heavyweight title holder, but he's not the champion, obviously, because the man that holds that title is the, uh, <laughs> the 1996 Olympic gold medal. Sorry, he's been around a long time, Vladimir Klitschko. 64-3, 53-54 knockouts. Got to give him props. And later this year, he's willing to go to Wembley Stadium and before 80,000 people beat up on Tyson Fury. Remember Tyson Fury, the guy that came on the show about a year and a half, two years ago? The guy with a soft head. Not a soft chin, a soft head. Because he's six foot eight, six foot seven, Bit of a lummox type of guy. Sort of lummoxes around, you know, lumberjack type of guy. He's a gypsy. He's a gypsy from, from Europe. And what he does is he lives in a bus, in a van. And they go from town to town. They live in these mobile homes. I don't get it, folks. I never understood that. In fact, when, when Eric Botcher, the matchmaker from uh, Banner Promotions, tried to explain this to me on the, on the radio show, a few years ago, I said, wait, time out. Explain that once again. He lives in a mobile home, and he's got that fine chick on a scale of 1 to 10. She's an 11? Something's wrong, man. I'm living in a nice place. I don't have chicks that are 11s. Of course, I'm not Tyson Fury either. Anyway, Tyson Fury and Vladimir Klitschko are going to do their thing, probably in Wembley Stadium later this year for the World Heavyweight Championship. We'll see what the fallout is from that. And, of course, Al Heyman, the man with the plan, the man that's put boxing back on NBC, CBS, television. That's right. The 20th, he's got a card on uh, NBC, the 21st, he's got a card on CBS. I mean, the man's soaking up the TV rays, and it couldn't be better for boxing fans. It just can't. And the only people that are moaning and complaining are the guys that aren't getting ringside seats anymore. You know, the comps, 
and, and the press credentials and letting my old lady in and getting free food and hot dogs after the fight and all that kind of good stuff. Those guys, those are the guys moaning because they didn't get on in with Al Heyman. Al didn't, you know, Al's not a guy that's open to anybody. Nobody can get to him. He's truly like the Wizard of Oz, working behind the curtain, pulling the strings. I kid you not. But he's got things going on. He's got a plan. Like Larry Merchant said yesterday, he's the man with the plan. And he is. $400 million in seed money, uh, some of that coming from the U.K. And the reason why the money is coming from the U.K. is the U.K., they invested in their own boxing programs, right? You know, the amateurs, and they had WBO titles and, and regional titles and European titles, but they built guys at home. On, they built guys on home television, Box, Box, Box Nation and Sky TV and places like that. They built these fighters up locally, okay? And then they were regional fighters and then became national fighters. And then, of course, they came on the world stage. I mean, some of those guys have come over there and they fought really well. Kell Brook, the undefeated, of course, IBF welterweight champion at the certain time, was he 33-0, and 22 wax, something like that. Outstanding fighter. Maybe the best fighter, 147 pounds in the world, excluding my present company. And I welcome him right now to the show. Mr. Paul Nave of Marin County, the Marin County assassin in the house, man. Welcome to Ring Talk. Thank you, Pete. How's life treating you? Uh, treating well. Doing fine. 28-year-old kid living in Brooklyn, huh? <laughs> yeah, my daughter's 28, living in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? How's she dig yeah. it? She loves it. She's uh, doing well. She's uh, going to be an actress, and she's a model, and, and getting by. And doing right fine. on, right on. Uh, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather fought a few weeks ago. Obviously, the entire world knew, and if you didn't, world, if you didn't know, shame on you. Um, but they did fight, and they made a lot of money, and Manny Pacquiao went into the ring with a severely torn right rotator cuff muscle. Now, I tore my rotator cuff long after I retired from boxing, slightly, and I couldn't pick up a salt shaker with it, with that right hand. So then I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, I knew I was wrong, doing wrong doing this. I went to see a surgeon. Okay, and he goes, yeah, we'll operate. I go, hey, is there anything you can do outside? He goes, well, you can do exercise if you want. I go, you're willing to cut me when I can do lift, lift weights and go swimming? Anyway, the bottom line is I couldn't lift up a salt shaker, so I'm not going to be able to hook. You couldn't put any snap on any punch like that, okay? So he went into that fight, and he told all his people to bet on him. I mean, Mark Wahlberg bet two hundred fifty grand on the guy. That's supposed to be wow. his buddy. I mean, come on. Even when, when Sonny Liston was going to take that dive against Cassius Clay the second time, right, um, Joe Lewis went up to him and said, I'm going to bet $50,000 on you. Not this time, not this time. I mean, he told, Sonny told him. Sonny told wow. Joe. So I think that Manny should have told Wahlberg, don't bet this money with P. Diddy. There's 250 grand because I'm damaged goods. I mean, American Pharaoh wouldn't have ran with three legs in the Kentucky Derby. And I don't think you could have showed up with a torn rotator cuff and, and performed admirably, could you? No. You, unfortunately, we don't know how bad it was. And, and I've heard stories where it was a previous injury. And so, you know, they were saying if it was real bad, he could never even lift his hands above his shoulders. He wanted to take a cortisone shot when he got to the arena. He didn't tell anybody he was hurt whatsoever. They signed a document the day before saying he had no injuries. He hadn't been examined by any doctors regarding his hands and none of that stuff. I mean, he signed off on this, okay? You know, when he took off on the airplane and went back to the Philippines, the pictures you saw on Fight News and different websites and the set, you know what that was? Mm-hmm. That was a getaway. That was, that was a bank robbery, man. That was a bank robbery, Paul. You can't tell me you go into the biggest. Listen, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman were going to fight in 1974. Half the world was already over, as far as media was concerned, was already over in Zaire, Africa. A hellhole, if ever there was one. President Mobutu was conned by Don King into thinking that that was going to become the next Las Vegas, the next French Riviera. I said you not. Zaire, Africa, okay? Wow. Yikes. Anyway, Foreman got cut five weeks before, the, three weeks before the scheduled fight the first time. They postponed the fight. 
I mean, this is the World Heavyweight Championship. They were able to postpone that, okay? And then Ali and Sonny Liston, Ali and Sonny Liston, the, the rematch with Sonny, uh, for Sonny, the fight where Sonny took the dive, Ali suffered a torn hernia in training, and they had to put that off almost a year. So what I'm trying to say is big events have been put off before, and you wouldn't put American Pharaoh in the, in the Kentucky, Derby, Kentucky Derby with, with um, three legs. Plus, 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 they took, they took the MRI 10, 10 days before, and it showed a severe tear. Severe. This is what the doctor said. Severe tear. When they put that in quotations, that to me is not like that little salt shaker injury I had. Yeah. Well, the unfortunate thing is this: it happens. I mean, I, I agree with you, but what happens is there's so much money on the line, and especially if a fight like that, where maybe a year later it never happens. I'll give you an example. Julio Chavez. He went in that first De La Hoya fight. He already had a pre-cut. Yeah. You know. Thank God he did. You know, I was promoting the closed circuit down there in, <laughs> in San Bruno. I've had, I didn't buy I didn't buy cancellation insurance. And oh. I heard two days before, he goes, yeah, Jared Chavez got cut. I go, how did he get cut? He has a trade. He stops sparring. He goes, his kid headbutted him. Oh, I go, yeah. oh, no. Yeah, yeah, but what happens is, it, I mean, there's so much money in the line, and you might not get that opportunity again. And I've done it. I've fought, you know, going into a fight where I had issues. You just yeah, but it. not handicapped. There's issues, and there's, everybody fights with sore hands and a pulled muscle here and there, and maybe your ribs hurt and things like that. I mean, we all, we all, I think we all climb up the ropes. And of course, once the the electricity and the the aura of you're going to fight, that, that's sort of those things sort of go to the back burner, don't they? I mean, that's when that little guy starts jumping on your shoulder, saying to you, "Hey, did you train hard enough? Does, does that guy ever jump on your shoulder and talk to you?" Oh yeah, that's the only thing that ever played in my head. Whenever I went out to fight, you know, I was always confident. I knew I had trained hard, but. If you had partied two weeks before or something and drank and you knew you shouldn't have, it plays in your mind. Little guy, little lady, little guy, yeah. little lady sitting on your shoulder. I remember one, I, 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 sit, I remember when I was sitting, I sweated down to, uh, to make 139 pounds one time, sweat off like seven or eight pounds the day before, and people laughed, and here I was struggling and this and that. And it, it wasn't a pretty sight. And then I said, well, I'm going to go up to 147, and went to 147, and I got spanked, went back down to 139. I, mean, I went to the Nationals and fought a guy that ended up fighting Meldrick Taylor wow. as a pro. And, and I tried to tell Melzer, watch out for that right hook. <clears throat> he said to me, what? I said, watch out for that right hook, Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's at the weigh-in. He's looking at the guy's record. He's from California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, no, Mel, I'm serious. Man, so Mel's holding a, a, an ice pack to his head after the fight at the Arco Arena up in Sacramento, right? First thing he said at the press conference was, who was it that told me to, uh, to watch out for that right hook? Who, uh, who was it? <laughs> it was Pedro, because I had been hit with that right hook. Yeah, you don't forget something. You yeah. just don't forget. The, I mean, when, when, you get, when you get with a punch that plants you in the canvas, he hit me with a right hook, and it, my, the, the first thing I remember was my right ear hurting. It was in pain because it had hit the canvas. Hard. Bang. And that's the first thing. You know, I got up and looked around. I said, okay, I made it through that one. And then the, uh, he knocked me down again in the second round. And I looked at him. I looked at the referee. And this and I saw multiple referees and multiple uh, fighters on the other side. You know, like Six Heads Lewis or something like that. That's how we got that, that name. He used to knock guys out. And they look over in the corner like six or seven guys. <laughs> Does that work here for Yeah, I said, I'm not going to. I said, no, no. The guy said, if you had enough. I said, you definitely have had enough. <laughs> Paul Naves, our guest, folks. We're here until the top of the hour talking boxing. After that, we'll go switching gears and go to the World of Mixed Martial Arts. Of course, the World Heavyweight Championship changing hands. Last night, Fabrice Verdum of Brazil snatching the World Heavyweight Championship away from Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, the man that bought a taco truck. Look what happened to him. 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. The Sports Byline uh, Skype address is Sports Byline in the number two. This is Sports Byline, live on 
obviously, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back and that's a guarantee. So call the student loan hotline right now. 
best of the, on the best side of Pablo Pound in the world. Bring him on. Bring him on. Man, see me. I don't respect your opinion. Come on, baby. So I can knock you out. Well, who has some of the You could get some, baby. You could get some too. Brian Boo. Jimmy Pro. Sorry, Holmes. Oh, yeah. Come on with it, baby. Yeah, buddy. Let's hear from you, Larry. What about Aaron Fryer? Aaron Fryer, come on with it, baby. I got faith in you. You bounce back. I know you. Come on, baby. Come on with it. It's macho time. <laughs> now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Disco there. Check the clock. 26 make it 27 minutes past the hour. As I said earlier, Nicholas Walters, the former WBA featherweight title holder, is 126 pounds. Is still unbeaten. Now 27 else something like 22 wax. Beat a fighter that came to fight Miguel Mariaga, but you know this is like two different levels of guys. Now 23 and 3, 17 kills. The score is like wide across the board uh, as far as the uh, scorecards are concerned. And of course, Deontay Wilder I mentioned that as well, the WBC title holder in the heavyweight division. Knocked out a guy named uh, Eric Molina. I called him Willie Stand-Up or K.O. Pectate. Call him what you want. But Don King was hoping that this guy was going to win. It was Don King's fighter. But Don should have been saying he had Slim and none as far as his chances were concerned. And Slim is out of town because Eric Molina, no. Deontay Wilder just hits a little bit too hard. He stopped him in the ninth round. Uh, Wilder now 34-0, 33 kills, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. And he was a bronze medalist for a reason. I don't think he's that good. I really don't. And Anthony Joshua... Out of the U.K., 12-0, 12 knockouts now, or 13-0, now 13 knockouts. He is the most impressive physical specimen I have ever seen in the heavyweight division. Did I say that right? I'll say it again. I'll say it one more time. Maybe you didn't hear me. You thought I was stuttered. Did I stammer? No, no. Anthony Joshua is the most promising heavyweight I have ever seen in my lifetime as far as having 12 fights is concerned. I think the 2012 Olympic gold medalist from the U.K., he's six foot seven. He's built like a statue. Okay, he can box. He's fluid. He's not a lummox. He throws combinations. Can fight like a welterweight if he had to, but he doesn't have to. He can fight and use that six foot seven. I mean, Paul, I got to tell you, you and I, we never had like eight or nine inch height advantage over somebody. But could you ever imagine losing a fight, losing a, uh, a fight to a guy that's got like you got nine inches on in height? No way, huh? <laughs> you wouldn't think so. No. But it happens. Yeah, it happens. I mean, some of these big guys aren't together. I mean, Tyson Fury, as I said, he got a soft head. I think Steve Cunningham knocked him down. He was a former cruiserweight champion. So his head isn't all that good. David Price was another big heavyweight out of the U.K. that I had all that hope for, all that hope. And guess what? He had a soft head. So these guys don't get hit on the chin. These guys are six foot seven. You hit them on the head, and that's enough to, like, timber. And speaking of timber, you know why Muhammad Ali and Wilt Chamberlain didn't fight? Why? They were supposed to fight in 1971. July 1971. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 1971, July 1971, Aaron put this fight together. And uh, Wilt Chamberlain had agreed to the fight. The principles were laid out, the rules, the rounds, all that kind of good stuff, size of the gloves. And I'm saying to myself, man, you know, Wilt Chamberlain could, mu- could mess Muhammad Ali up. He's seven foot tall. I know you, you, you're shaking. You're probably shaking. this. Now the boxer always prevails. But we're talking about a guy that's another, another a seven foot one guy. So he's got a foot of height on on Ali, all that muscle, and he's not a he's not a skinny guy. When you look at the reach of those two guys together, Ali's like a foot and a half away from him still. When they, you know, they extend your jabs, 
So I thought back in the day, you know, uh, Ali just coming off that Joe Frazier fight in March of 1971 where he got got spanked. First to an extent. fight. Yeah, first fight, he got spanked and knocked down in the 15th round. But, you know, he was even more hurt in the 11th round than he was in the 15th round. He was, like, banging around. But, man, he was, like, 18th in Castro, bro, queer street. He was, like, out. He couldn't believe it. I mean, and he couldn't believe it. I mean, when I talked to him later in life, spent some time with him in China, was got to be his bodyguard. Paul, I'm telling you, experiences like that, that's what box has been so good to me. I mean, I've got to spend time around Ali. I've got to go to 33 countries and that. You've been around the, around the world. I mean, boxing has just been, it's been an avenue for you and I that other people haven't been able to go down, and, and yet they, they want to put it down. Because, you know, that's the first thing <clears throat> that you hear from people if you tell them you boxed or, or you're a boxer, this and that. And if you haven't got, like, you know, uh, 19 teeth falling out of your mouth or something like that, you know, you really? But they look down on you. And I, I just, I, society does. Society looks down on boxers in general. Why do you think so? Uh, most likely for some, at, at any rate, a lot of the fighters are fighting their way out of the ghetto. And uh, trying to be somebody or make money, and there's a lot of people that aren't, and but and it's just unfortunate that uh, they see fighters that way. Speaking of ghettos, are there any ghettos in Marin County that you had to fight your way out of? No, no, <laughs> no. You got a town over there named after your family, don't you? Not a town, but a street. I thought it was a town. No. Don't you go drive? Don't you drive down like 101 there, and it says not N A V E. Well, it says Navi Drive. It's a, it says Navi Drive. Is that what it is? That is in the town, named huh? Named after my family, my. My great-grandfather was one of the first settlers in the bottom. When was that? Uh, late 1800s. Fantastic. We're talking history here. No, we're talking boxing. 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. Miguel Cotto successful last week, of course, stopping Daniel Gill. Eh, Gill came to fight, but, you know, he's like a he's like a B-minus fighter, maybe a C-plus fighter, and he's fighting Miguel Cotto, who's like on the downside at a middleweight. But, you know, Miguel Cotto did make a statement, Paul, he came in at 153 pounds, meaning he can make junior middleweight. And I think that's what he was trying to say because he wants to set up fight with this Canelo Alvarez, you know, the hottest Mexican going right now. And I guess that would do, like, epic pay-per-view numbers. That's where the money is. Back to the money. Yep. Is Absolutely. that all that matters? I don't, it's not all that matters. All right. In a percentage of, of, of one, a 0 to 100%, how much does it matter in boxing? Money. How, how, much, how much is it? Depends if they have money or not. <laughs> is that what it boils down? Oh, yeah. Pacquiao had money, man. I mean, here's what's up. Yeah, but there was too much money on, riding on that fight. He had to fight. Oh, and, and, oh. You, seriously, if you would, if we, would you go in? Now, you had that Marin County following, no question about it, Northern California. sold a lot of tickets. But could you go into a ring knowing that you were handicapped and couldn't perform at nearly, nowhere near your top level? Hold on, hold on. And then would you tell your people to bounce outside the ring to be, be betting on you and things like that? No, I wouldn't do that. I'll just tell you from a promoter's standpoint, one of the worst things in the world any time that you have to they have to push a fight off, you know if something happens, someone's hurt, and you have to cancel it. All that publicity, tons of money that you spent, is out the door. True, you can't you, get you that got, back. You, This is why you got to buy that cancellation insurance from Gilardi. <laughs> See, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Gilardi says you want to buy cancellation insurance. He goes, Nah, you don't need it, kid. Don't worry about it. Not a problem, right? And then, like the day before, the closed circuit guys, we set up closed circuit in four theaters. Wow. A fourplex, you know what I'm saying? Three were yeah. in Spanish, one was in English. So I had like, I think I had like 2,000 seats. We did the De La Hoya Chavez fight back in June of 1996. So Gallardi says this to me. And then we had problems the day before getting, getting the satellites together. And I was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. And then during the fight, during the fight, the, um, the, the signal went blank for about, I guess, a millisecond. And it was like the most 
most heart-wrenching thing I ever went through in my life. Everyone wanted their money back? <laughs> my, 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 my pockets are stuffed with money. You know what Don Chargin told me? He said, don't give them their money back. He goes, if something happens, if something happens, you set up a refund policy where they come back two days later to get their money at a certain time. I said, are you sure? He goes, yes, yes, that's what you got to do it. Because I was, I, was I was calling him. I called Don King. I said, Don, I'm freaking out. Don said, don't worry about it, man. I said, I hear Chavez is cutting this thing. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But Pedro, don't write about that either. Okay, uh, you know, we're all promoting. Different role at that point in time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Different role at that time. You run, the, you, you carry these different hats. Remember doing the matchmaker stuff or in the net moss down there at, at the, um, the Longshoreman's Hall? When Johnny, when, uh, not Johnny Nava, but um, not Pat, we had Pat Lawler there, but we also had the, um, the tough guy with the freckles on his face. Can't think of his name right now. Was Danny McGuire? Danny McGuire oh, was there. McGuire. Danny McGuire over there. And of course, remember, you know, Danny said, Danny got hit one day on the chin. And then he decided that was enough before I had a fight in Burlingame. And that was it. So, you know, the chin is, when you get your chin checked, that's basically where it's at. I mean, that proves whether you want to continue or not. That's going to test your metal, that's for sure. Testing your metal. How many times has your metal been tested in your career, do you think? Uh, I fought, you know, my short career as far as fights. I mean, I only had 33 pro fights. And uh, I fought 12, 12 round fights. So, that's a, to me, that's the difference between man and the boys. I mean, I don't care who you are. You can't throw leather for 12 straight rounds. Oh, wait, wait. you got a box. Men and the boys. Isn't 15 rounds the man and the boys really? Yeah, well, when it was there. But did I you, didn't did have that go, opportunity. You, you could have went 15? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have went 15 a few times. If you, if you get to control the pace, <laughs> I guess it helps. No frenetic movement in, in something like in a 12, 15 round fight. Is that why Arguello was so good at that? Is he said that he was so patient? I mean, the guy just. I, mean, I think he's an incredible fighter. No, you know, another another guy, they, I got to go down to Nicaragua and spend a week and a half down there, staying in his house a couple of nights. He was going to commit suicide oh. from crack, and this was like 1999, 2000, and then wow. what happens 10 years later, you know what I'm saying, is it really happens. And we don't know whether he killed himself or whether he was killed. Paul Nave is my guest in studio, former WBF welterweight champion, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line, sports byline, and the number two. And this is the mighty Tower of Power, singing Pedro's mantra, because there ain't nothing stopping me, period. Anyway, Tower of Power, June 9th and 10th at the San Mateo County Fair was a sellout. Place was hopping, man. T.O.P. still got it going on. Towerofpower.com. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. 
I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now. Right now, to speak to a professional tax relief agent, call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Hey, we're the Scott Brothers, Jonathan and Drew, here to help with a home financing tip brought to you by Wells Fargo. When you're looking to finance your home, look for a local mortgage consultant who's knowledgeable, cares about your goals, is accessible when you want to be in touch, and knows the neighborhood you're interested in. Make sure the home mortgage consultant and lender you choose can provide not only a competitive rate, but also the right financing options that work for your situation. Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pedro, let me, let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. It is not bragging when you're telling the truth. My mother said that. She said, it's not bragging, son. If you're doing these things and you're the man, let people know. I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio Orioles, of course, live worldwide, Ring Talk. Aries comes to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, we cover both boxing and MMA in the same hour. Then, of course, we come back on Sunday with a two-hour show, 11 a.m. Pacific time. An hour of boxing, which is this hour. The forthcoming hour will be the world of mixed martial arts. And then, of course, we are Mondays on Sirius XM Satellite Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Well, looking at the upcoming boxing schedule, I mean, boxing is often off and running. NBC is going to have a fight next uh Next Saturday, it'll be Sean Porter, the former IBF welterweight title holder and, and the former alphabet champion, if there ever was one, Adrian Broner. And I said that right, Broner. Um, you know, a bit of a guy with an attitude. Remember he was on this show, I guess it was about two and a half, three years ago, and he, and he was getting a haircut while he was on the air. I mean, you heard the buzzer or the clipper. I said, what is that buzz, man? What's, what's going on there? Said, well, I'm getting a haircut. Said, Say what? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a haircut. 
Uh, needless to say, we didn't invite Adrian back after that point. If you haven't got enough time to uh, to postpone your haircut in order to get uh, to appear on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I don't know if we want you. Anyway, bottom line is Adrian Broner and Sean Porter are going to duke it out on NBC next week. That's June the 20th. Of course, the same day that Andre Ward is going to defend, not take it back, a non-title fight against Paul Smith at the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California, the house that hopefully Andre will fill. That's what they're looking to do, looking to get a good crowd over there. But it will be a different type of promotion. It will not be your standard type of boxing promotion that Paul Nave used to promote in, uh, in Marin County, you know, where you have an arena and that kind of stuff, and it's all about boxing. No. With Jay-Z and sports, uh, Rock Nation Sports, the company, of course, that Jay-Z formed, I call him Mr. Beyonce. Is that pretty cool? That's a good name for him, Mr. Beyonce. Anyway, Mr. Beyonce is into the world of boxing because I hear he doesn't like Al Heyman. And I heard that was a challenge for him. When you heard that Al Heyman was about to be the godfather in boxing, and he has. He, I mean, he's, Al's taking over, man. Forget it. He's sort of like stopping, like, Obamacare. What's, what are they going to do? They're going to actually they take 10 million people or 20 million people off of, off of medical service here in this country? Are you serious? That ain't going to happen. Not going to happen in the fights either. Straight up, we've got Paul Nave back in the studio, of course. Paul, I got to ask you, Gennady Golovkin, you say he looks vulnerable I mean, he's 33-0 and 0 with like 30 knockouts. He's knocked out 21 straight guys. How can you see any vulnerability there? Uh, he's an animal. He's a beast, as they say in boxing. And I think he's absolutely one of the absolute best. But when I say vulnerable, meaning his defense is not real well. But he takes one hell of a punch, and he comes right back. So, But, you know, defense, that has always been the criteria for, for an upper echelon fighter. I mean, sometimes defense, I mean, you have to have some defense. But some guys went out there, and they were able to whack you. And he just got hit so hard. Um, when he went back, I take that back. When he went back to, um, one, one of the guys went back to his corner after the first or second round with him. And I can't remember who it is right now. Is it Laura? And the guy looked up, I maybe I know it wasn't Laura, but one guy looked up at his corner man and said, I can't take this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who after, that was. After the second round, I can't take this. And well, it, I heard was, Laura. it was whispered. I can't take this. In other words, he, he right away. And he was out of there like a round and a half later, but he couldn't, you know, it was like bad news, man. Like when Nathan Cleverly came back after, Sergey Kovalev hit him in the first round and taking that WBO light heavyweight title about it. He goes, he hits hard. <laughs> when you go back and say something like that, it's usually not a good thing in the corner, huh? No. <laughs> no. What's a good, what, I've been through corners and bad corners and good corners. I've had good corner men and bad corner men. Um, when, in that one-minute rest, what's going through your mind during that one-minute rest? Explain to my listeners. What's going through your mind? Well, you come back and you're trying to you know, get, catch your breath normally and breathe right, and you're hoping – your corner, I have three uh, corner men using my corner, three or four. But uh, I'm hoping during the round, if they see certain things, they talk together, then my main you know, coach will convey to me the key things, two or three things. But you can't throw everything at somebody and all these people talk at the same time. So like I said, it's important that they talk during the round and then they could, your one person will talk to you. Robert Guerrero tried to go out and outbox Floyd Mayweather. I mean, these guys tried to go and out. Uh, Marvin Hagler tried to outbox Ray Leonard. Um, these guys with superior boxing skills, what, what, why didn't Marvin Hagler just do what he normally does and try to turn that fight into a wrecking ball type of thing? I mean, was him boxing where he landed, giving up four of the first five rounds, that was like suicide. Well, I think he tried, believe it or not. I mean, uh, Sugar Ray was in incredible shape for that fight, and he moved and moved and moved, and he grabbed on. I'll tell you a quick story. Sugar Ray was taking those Flintstone vitamins for that fight. <laughs> you know what I mean by Flintstone vitamins? No. PEDs, baby. Go on. Was he? I, I don't know. Look at that body. Come on, man. Well, look at the way that guy was built. Did you look at him after that, when he stood up in that corner like that? Holy cow. That, that wasn't no 
No welterweight's body, man. You never know. You're right. You don't never know. know. Manny Pacquiao. I think without a doubt that in my mind that he was using performance enhancing drugs and and when they when they started moaning and complaining about it and he started getting rigidly tested, all of a sudden he couldn't knock anybody down, let alone knock him out. I mean, it, the only guy he's put down is that Chris Algieri guy. Now I understand the thoughts. It's just until they actually catch him, then you don't know. I mean, even uh, Floyd looked real big this last fight, but that doesn't mean he's on peds. You know, Floyd's the best fighter in the world right now. Is he the best fighter in the world or the best boxer in the world? Well, he hasn't lost yet. So I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, no, no, that, that yeah. you didn't. Uh, answer, you're right. He you, is you the best. Didn't, you didn't answer the question. All agreed. Best boxer. Yep. I mean, he. I mean. Let's be honest. If he was in pornographic films, man, we wouldn't buy his movies. There'd be no money shots. No. I mean, they call himself money. He calls himself money, and the excitement's going to start when the bell rings. That's usually when it stops. Well, I heard years ago when he fought, and he was coming up the ladder, and uh, he fought in Michigan, his hometown, state of Michigan. Yeah, Grand Rapids. Yeah. At any rate, he couldn't draw flies because of the way he fought. He just moved and boxed and never really, you know. But they, they pushed this con on the American public. They bought this. Well, that's the only unfortunate thing. It was very anticlimactic, the whole fight, and people expected so much more because it was so much hype for the fight. But his career is anticlimactic, isn't he? If he retires at 49 and 0, I mean, you can look back and say, well, you know, what memories would you have of Floyd Mayweather? I mean, I sparred, memories. With, I sparred with him in 99 before cool. he fought Justin Juco. Okay. But uh, I'll tell you, the guy's an incredible fighter. And what's so incredible about Floyd, he's able to get in the shape that nobody else can. That's the difference. Some of these guys top in the world is incredible condition yeah but he, he stays in shape almost year round i mean he's not a guy that gets fat or heavy or anything like that like you're Cain, right came velasco is a world heavyweight champion i got a picture of him he looks like he was over 300 pounds then he went down to mexico last night fought eight thousand feet at eight thousand foot altitude against a guy that could fight a real good guy and he got beat up really bad and he came in two weeks before he had no respect you know what i'm saying you, you can't take <laughs> off 60 pounds man no, 65 pounds and go fight some guy, especially at a high altitude, and you're not you're not acclimated to it. Bad move. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Cost him millions of dollars, no doubt about it. Now, um, <clears throat> you fought a few weeks ago, and I was out of town, but I did see a picture of you and my my longtime doctor in the newspaper. I searched for you, and he came up with this picture of Paul Neve and Doctor Smith Ketchum. You know, it almost brought a tear to my eyes because I remember him checking you. Back in, in the days of the Golden Gloves. Uh, Dr. Ketchum is an incredible doctor. He's the nicest guy. and He's been you know with the boxing uh, folks for years. He's been when I was an amateur, yeah, I was you know, been trying to think. Uh, got my, back then, the AAU regulated amateur mm-hmm. boxing. And he had offices in San Francisco, and I went to him to get my you know first license. But that was, Jesus, that was uh, back in, uh, I was junior in high school. Yeah. Thank you for going to gloves. Hector Martinez and I went down there in 74 because we needed to get a license for some boys club fights and um, catch him to the physicals. And Alice his, his longtime nurse. And she died about a month and a half ago. May she rest in oh, peace. Okay. Alice Ellison. I went and saw her in the hospital. She was happy to see me. She was a really nice lady, but smoking killed her anyway. So Hector Martinez, who lost his father last night, I'll talk about that in the last thing. So May he rest in peace. That. Espedito Martinez. But, you know, it says general physical description, right? Condition. Hector put handsome. Well, this is a doctor's office, you know what I'm saying? They're asking you about your health, okay? So Alice comes out and takes them on on it, and I looked over. I was going to write the same thing. I, you know, anyway, it was Chuckles. We were like 14 years old, but some of the memories we have with Smith Ketchum, of course, he's, uh, he's getting up there in age. Alice has passed on, but he's got a nice lady taking care of him. His wife and, and him have been, been together for many, many years. Of course, he closes practice to an extent. 
there on uh, on Drum Street in San Francisco, the Overseas Medical Center. And it's a little sad when I saw the the uh, vans taking the files out of there as I drove by. That really, that was, you know, what I'm saying because this yeah. is a place that I had been going even when I didn't have medical insurance. You know, back in at a certain point when I, didn't, I wasn't working, to had medical insurance. He took care of me. <clears throat> Him and Alice took. You see, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up here. But he and Alice took care of me. I mean, pe- people don't know that, man. They took care of me. I remember Smith telling me, he says, is there anything else I can do for you? And he's the cheapest guy in the world. Doctors are cheap, okay? Smith is like cheap. Smith throws around pennies like they're manhole covers. I kid you not. But here's the thing. If they needed some help, Smith was there to help you, no doubt about it. Now, you had this fight in Marin County. Uh, talk to me about it. Last, last fight. Last fight. January. Mm-hmm. Uh, took on a kid that fought five times uh, in 2014 and. A uh, young kid, 27, and uh, yeah, I'm a little upset at myself. I ended up losing the fight in the second round, and I, I fought his fight. You know, I have a lot of experience. I should have controlled the pace. I went out there, you get hit, and everything goes out the window, and you fight on instinct. And, we all know that. Yeah, we basically traded the first round, you know, banging and trading, and, and I actually did well the first round and got him the few shots, and he took them, and I give him credit. And uh, But it was more of a slugfest. Just went out there and fought. And now the second round ended up uh, just happened on my way in, Leaning left, a right hook, like you don't like those right hooks. You know, got caught by the right hook coming in. You see a you know flash and you're down. And you just, you know, pray that you've trained hard and you recover quick. And I recovered and I looked at the referee and I told him twice I was okay, but he never even gave me a count. It already I'm, stopped it. Uh, you're mad, but I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what, here's what's I'm up, I'm a man. fighter. Deep down in my inside, okay, um, I really don't think that, you know, at, over the age of 50, anybody should be fighting. I really don't. I think over the age of 40, I don't think anybody should be fighting. And you've got a kid. We talked about it. She's 28 years old, living in Brooklyn. And, you know, she just she had a baby, right? Yeah, 28-year-old, and I have an 11-year-old. Okay, so, <laughs> exactly. So what I'm saying is you want to be around for the 11-year-old to have kids, okay? And the residual effects of boxing don't always show up right away. They show up 8 to 10 years down the road. So what I'm trying to say to you is I implore you to stay retired this time because I have a lot of respect for you. I wouldn't have called you in here, and I did call you in here for this one particular spot right here to put <laughs> you on the spot, man, because I care for you, okay? We were rivals, and... And, and, and went back and forth and this and that, talked smack and all that kind of good stuff. And those were the days. I was 35, 40 years ago. That's the way it's, totally, it's like glory days with Bruce Springsteen. You know that song? Right? Yeah. He says he sees those guys in the bars he used to fight with back in the day. And, that, and they go back and have another drink and this kind of stuff. So that's where I'm trying to come from. That's where I'm, trying, that's where I'm coming from, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I've, I've retired. You know, I've get, I got calls fighting Missouri last week. You yeah, know, well, but, they're not, uh, they, they're, but they're not calling to bring you down there to smoke somebody. No, no. Exactly. They're, they're, to be next yeah, they're calling. They want you to be. They want that name. They want to beat up that name. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking into the world of boxing. MMA up forthcoming. The MMA uh, MMA hour on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Talking about USC 188 and of course the the results. Man, new heavyweight champion. No question about that. Speaking of uh, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> here we go. Bruce, take it away, Bruce baby on Sports Byline. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, 
We at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Espedito Martinez, father of Hector Martinez, Rosie Martinez, and Freddie Martinez, Alfredo Martinez, died yesterday in South San Francisco, California. Big motivator in me, guy that was always on me when I was a kid, a good guy to be around, a true example of the American dream. He drove a taxi cab, like a lot of Julio Cesar Chavez's opponents. He drove a taxi cab in Tijuana for like three years, saved his money, moved to National City down near San Diego, then moved to South San Francisco and became a real estate giant. Now he's got four or five homes. Anyway, the bottom line is he is the true epitome of the American dream. May you rest in peace. Godfather Espedito Martinez. God bless him. Straight up Hector Martinez's father. Paul Nave, what are you doing these days? Are you, are you doing taxes? Are you, are you accountant still or what? Do you, no, what taxes in Marin? Yep. I mean, do you, do you leave Marin at all? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, some of you guys live in Marin. You never leave, though. I mean, right? <laughs> oh, it's a nice area. Is it a nice area? Yeah, it is. All right. Tell I've me about I've lived there my whole life. So. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. You also lived in another part of Marin County for a while. <laughs> what was that like being locked up in, in the big Q San Quentin? That's oh, a whole other world in there. A whole other world. It was unfortunate. I got in trouble years ago for selling cocaine. I got six year sentence. I got out in three, you know, for work credits and good behavior. And I uh, went on with my life. I was wrong and I paid dearly for it. Those guys, it is a different world. It's absolutely frightening, isn't it? Uh, you got to deal with it. But, but you dealt with it and you came back. I know a friend of mine that was only 19 years old went to San Quentin for a couple of years on a, on a Coke charge. You know what I'm saying? And, and what a mind blower that was. Guess what? The guy's like the most dedicated athlete in the world. I won't mention his name because you know who he is and everybody on the air will know who he is. I don't want to turn him out or anything That's like fine. that. But the bottom line is he's in fantastic condition. I think if he wanted to fight right now, he could fight right now. He's only like 22 years old. Straight up. I want to thank you. It's been a pleasure. You are a classy man. Always have been a classy man. Except for that one time you want to club me in Las Vegas. But we won't get into that. Anyway, um, I wish you the best. I don't want you to box anymore. But anything I can do for you down the road as far as, like, you know, pushing a cause for you in an event maybe you're going to promote or something like that. Or if you need a ring announcer, I can do that as well. That sounds good, Pete. Okay? Thank you very much. So you take good care and you take good care of your family. Thank All you. Right? You too. Coming up in hour number two on Ring Talk Live Worldwide this fourth coming hour. Of course, we're talking UFC, UFC 188. A new heavyweight champion of the world. That's right. Get used to this, folks. Verbeese Verdum. He beat up Ken Velasquez so bad, he should have been arrested for domestic violence. The cops should have went in there. And just, but he was a Mexican. Especially beating up a Mexican in Mexico City. He wasn't. To put it this way, the Mexicans did not go home happy last night. Yeah, lots of tequila last night, but they weren't celebrating with it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a presentation of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, you can find me at ringtalk.com. That's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of respect. And don't forget, you can go to iHeartRadio, download the free app. Download the free iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go. Delayed, live, you name it. iHeartRadio and Ring Talk in the 21st century.